4: Hello, fellow patriots. Greetings, welcome, salutations, and last day of August. Can you believe it? Aloha to you. Here we go, getting underway with the five o'clock follies, the most heavily commuted and, as a byproduct, the most heavily congested hour of the program. And as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. Here is how you join me and be a part of the conversation today. Just uh, pick up the phone, give me a call, use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number, 800-347-1063. If you prefer to text, use the CSRP, Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number, 71307. And my email address, as always, is bob at 1063WORD.com. Write to the phones because Sean in Hickory Tavern has been uh, patiently waiting, hanging on through the news to join us and is the leadoff batter in the Follies. Hi, Sean, and welcome to the program.
1: Bobby, thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, I wanted to talk briefly about this thing in Kenosha. I, Uh I heard some disturbing things on this radio station this morning about it being a self-defense situation and and i just wanted to point out some facts that that i've been able to come up with over the weekend since since this has occurred yeah being a former marine being a weapons small arms specialist this kid was 17 years old now correct me if i'm mm-hmm. wrong he's, right. he's underage to even be holding this gun no he was legally
4: he, appeal- he was he was legally uh, using, he was legally carrying that rifle. Is what I've read.
1: He was le- legally carrying the rifle. Yes, correct. Okay. All right. I, I, I mean, I just I thought the age was twenty one, but, but but anyway, despite that fact, he uh, he apparently didn't seem to have much training with it, and and he killed he killed one person, and then the crowd chased him down. I believe he lost his footing, opened fire on the crowd again, shot someone else.
4: Well, no, he didn't know. You're, you're incorrect, John. He didn't open fire on a crowd. Uh, if, if you watch the video, you will see that uh, there were three individuals that had surrounded this guy. And, and, and let me preface this by saying, should a 17-year-old have been on the streets of Kenosha, Wisconsin, uh, with a rifle? Probably not.
1: Absolutely not.
4: Not the, <laughs> best, not the best judgment in the world, but he's, he's 17 years old, right? so back to back to the what i have been able to discern from the the way the events transpired uh he was out in front of a building and you remember that there were two car dealerships that had been burned on successive nights and he was in front of one of those Uh, he had said from what i'm I'm given to understand that he was there to help defend uh, some of these businesses (laughs) from being burned and looted three individuals approached him he started to move away. One of the individuals holding a handgun fired a shot. At that point, he took off running. Uh, while he was running, he tripped and fell. And as he did, this individual with a handgun pointed it at him and he then fired his rifle in self-defense.
1: Right, that's, yeah, that's, not, how I, that's not what I saw. I saw the, the, the one video showed a gentleman grabbed the end of the barrel of his rifle and was moving it around, and then subsequently the gun went off, and that shot that feller in the head. Did you did After you see that, that?
4: Did you did you see that that individual had a pistol in his hand?
1: Had no, a handgun in his hand.
4: Individual.
1: No, no, I, I didn't see that, but I yeah. I assumed well he does. Was the other individual because I knew there was a an, another altercation with someone. Right, but. It just, seems, it just seems terrible, Bob, and, and this particular well, situation. You're, 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 certainly,
4: you're certainly right, Sean, and that it was an unnecessary tragedy. Uh, I would agree. I don't, I don't think this young man should have been out on the streets in that environment uh, because no. it's an incendiary situation anyway, and, and all you're doing, unfortunately, is inviting trouble. Uh, uh, it, it's, it's unfortunate that the police in Kenosha apparently were overwhelmed by these protesters because that's all I can assume because they certainly did nothing to stop it. Uh, the looting you know. and burning uh, went on uh, for a couple of days. Uh, where were the and police? Where go- was the National Guard? It, it's their job to prevent this kind of rioting and anarchistic behavior from happening.
1: Right. And any police officer that has any children would have known a 17-year-old would have AR-15. This isn't a good situation. Why don't no, you, you come right. over here and we'll- Hang yeah. out with us, you know, and, right. And, uh, and instead of having something escalate to this point, and now it's all gone to excuse my friends to hell in a handbasket.
4: Yeah, it has. It has. And, and people are dead. And whatever uh, transpires through the judiciary, um, this this young man's life is, is pretty much
5: ruined.
1: Absolutely not. And I think across the board, all of these radio stations, whether they're conservative or liberal, need to promote very, very sternly nonviolence, nonviolence, get the guns out of these protesters' hands. I'm not advocating taking guns away. I'm advocating smart, intelligent use of a firearm with training, not this rhetoric that calls into question everybody needs to bring a gun this is just, just a recipe for disaster, and it's yeah. going to continue to get worse if something isn't done about it.
4: Well, and and here's the problem, Ron, uh, Sean, and and I think uh, you may agree with me on this or not, but when when the individuals who control the agencies of law enforcement uh, fail to back up the police on the streets, or they have rules of engagement that are so restrictive that they are not allowed to do their job. Then, unfortunately, there are people who are going to say, "Well, if the police won't protect us, we'll have to protect ourselves." Now, that's a different—that's that's a different situation. Let me draw a distinction here. There's a different. Uh, there's a distinction between what I'm talking about and what happened on the streets of Kenosha
1: yeah absolutely, you're right. and i and I think one of the most important messages that we can get out there is you, Bobby. you have a very, very powerful position sitting behind that mic, and you influence people's decisions and decision making every day and and people like you all across this nation can help help really help alleviate this problem
4: yeah and and hopefully um, these these individuals. Uh, these elected mayors and elected governors will think less about their political ideology and more about protecting the citizens that they have sworn to protect their lives and their property. You know, I'm sure there are black business owners that have been burned out by these. An- some of them had we support Black Lives Matter signs on their businesses. Did it make a whit no, of difference to, to the anarchists? Not a bit. They burned them out just no. the same. No, it's, no, a, it's, a, to be, they, it's a sad situation, Sean, and it's terrible that it's been allowed to escalate to this point.
1: It, it is. It's terrible. It, it has to be defeated with rhetoric. It has to be defeated by not promoting it. By 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 you not promoting it and Tara not promoting it and everybody that's involved that, that talks to us that gives us this information we all have to be on board we all have to be on the same page this is well, not the path to go down
4: and and I would suggest uh, it has to be stopped by the constitutional constitutionally created organizations that we have to defend our citizens the police the National Guard if necessary what have you. Uh, and and if, if that doesn't happen, uh, this stuff is going to continue and it's, and it's going to get worse. Thank you for the call, Sean. I appreciate it. 14 after 5 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Uh, in on the text line. Bobby, send in the National Guard. Tell all those peaceful protesters to, give out, uh, to get out. You have 24 hours notice. Clear the streets of these terrorists. Uh, Bobby, the thugs better enjoy their havoc in the big cities. When they come into small towns, the undertaker will be busy. Uh, Bobby, nice explanation of the gear the guardsmen are going to wear. Please ask the caller to verify. Don't think everyone got it. Uh, Bobby, the M240 shoots 762 by 51, otherwise known as a 308. It's a true man killer compared to the M4, which shoots the dinky 5.56, otherwise known as a Barbie gun, because it's designed to wound your enemy, not kill him. Uh, Ba-ba-bum. Oh, and uh, this one, uh, Bobby, sounds like an early winter. Laugh out (laughs) loud. Speaking of which, uh, the uh, forecasts for the winter are out. I will share those with you as we proceed along today. And all of this uh, ongoing discussion and discourse about uh, the potential for fraud with mail-in ballots, there was a, a great piece on the web over the weekend by a guy who is a voter fraud expert. And when you hear how easy it is and how easily he has rigged elections, uh, it's pretty frightening. 516 here on The Bobby Mack Show. We'll be right back here on Monday. Welcome back. 522 now bumper to bumper here on the Bobby Mac show on Monday. Appreciate the lift this afternoon in on the text line. Bobby, nonviolence never works in the face of people who are determined to be violent. Uh, 17 and 18 year olds hold ARs uh, when they're serving in the military. Uh, Sean, you want problems alleviated? Stop repeating leftist lies. What the heck is Sean talking about? You and Tara promoting what? He's saying that you're promoting violence? That's nonsense. It is nonsense. Uh, Bobby, uh, according to the reports, teenager shot and killed two protesters. They were not protesters. They were anarchist rioters who were assaulting the teenager. Uh, Bobby, Sean is in another world. Who's in the National Guard? A lot of 18-year-olds. Uh, Bobby, caller Sean hasn't been listening. Texter says Sean sounds like he spends too much time watching BSNBC and CNN. Bobby, that 17-year-old American had every right to be out there. 17-year-olds went overseas in our world wars and defended our nation. Why not defend our nation at home? Uh, Caller Sean hasn't been listening. Another texter says Sean is severely misguided. And finally, this one If healthcare workers are heroes, why are we being forced to be tested for COVID against our wills in Spartanburg County? As of today, we have to be tested twice a week or lose our jobs. The residents of the nursing home in which I work are being tested once a week with supposedly the right to refuse. However, last week I witnessed two residents trying to refuse and one, maybe both were held down to be tested. The test results are being manipulated, and I do not want to be a part of it. I do not trust the test or the results, nor do I want to be forced to take the vaccine. Uh, let's uh, cross the border into the Tar Heel State. Henry joins us. He is in Hendersonville. Hi, Henry, and welcome to the Bobby Mack Show. Well, howdy, neighbor. Hello there, You're sir.
3: Sending. Sending you some more water here in a few minutes.
4: <laughs> yeah, so I understand, looking at the radar. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Last hour or two has been pretty heavy. But, um, hey, I just wanted to, um, I don't know, I haven't caught much of the show today. But I don't know if you've mentioned this, but there's a couple other things going on in Portland other than rioting, mm-hmm. which I found quite interesting. Yeah. One was I was really surprised to see that there was a uh, Trump parade through town with a bunch of trucks and motorcycles and Trump flags flying. Right. Never thought I'd see that in Portland
4: <laughs> yeah and sadly it was at the end of that over the weekend that uh, that uh, patriot prayer supporter was shot and killed
3: correct yeah that yeah that yeah that was some after a little while after it had ended or something right
4: you know. yeah correct
3: but I would I don't know I would think the Democrats must be worried if that can actually happen in Portland to have a Trump parade of all places
4: but yeah in Portlandia yeah. right
3: but the other even better news I don't know if you saw the uh, last week there there was a big um
4: um, church
3: service rally in the park out there, and they were baptizing people like crazy. Nice. So they had a big, like a little revival going on there, right in the middle of downtown Portland at the park. Wow. So, and I and I think I heard about a week and a half ago something similar in uh, Seattle, but I may be confusing two reports of the same incident. But uh, I think there was something revival breaking out there too. So in the midst of all this chaos and stuff, there's uh, good things happening too. So,
4: yeah, it it's good to know. That uh, that, yeah. in spite of all the tyrannical, uh, overarching, jackbooted, thug politicians uh, telling the police they, they can't defend their own citizens, uh, that people are still managing to uh, practice their religion.
3: Well, this may be kind of a wake-up call for a lot of people that's saying, hey, you know, I don't like where this is going. We don't have to live this way. You know, there's got to be something better. You know, and kind of be open to looking at something, something else, you know. So,
4: yeah, I yeah, something... Uh, Something other than worshiping, yeah, something other than worshiping the state as your religion. Absolutely. Well,
3: yep. I just wanted to share that. I wasn't aware if you'd mentioned both of those things or
4: not, but uh, I'd pass it on. Yep, appreciate that. Thanks. Good to hear from take you. Care. And, uh, take care. And uh, and thanks for uh, the water. The lawn appreciates it. No problem. It. It's, <laughs> it's on the way. So the, the concern I have is that uh, this uh, alleged shooter. In uh, Portland uh, is, is going to be treated uh, in a in a manner th- in a prosecutorial manner uh, that might be different uh, in in many other cities because of the fact that the uh, DA there has a history of uh, being a, a sympathizer with these Antifa and BOM protesters uh, he already has refused to prosecute many of them uh, for all kinds of criminal acts that have been committed up there. And they, what is over a hundred days now? Uh, this, this guy who was accused of the shooting um, has identified himself as an anti-fascist. They, they keep claiming that's what they are when in fact they are promoting fascism and don't even know it. Uh, said uh, on Twitter... Uh, every revolution needs people that are well, willing and ready to fight. There are so many of us protesters that are just protesting without a clue of where that will lead. Uh, that's just the beginning. That's where the fight starts. Uh, it's If that's as far as you can take it, thank you for your participation. But please stand aside and support the ones that are willing to fight. I am 100% Antifa all the way. I'm willing to fight for my brothers and sisters. We do not want violence, but we will not run from it either. Today's protesters and Antifa are my brothers in arms. Authorities accused uh, this guy of carrying a loaded firearm previously, interfering with police and resisting arrest during a demonstration on July 5th. Police ordered him to appear in court at the end of the month, but the charges were ultimately dropped. A spokesperson for uh, the county district attorney told the Oregon- Oregonian newspaper that the case is still under review. Uh huh. So we'll see how this plays out. Meantime, the president says he will go to Kenosha, and uh, and I suspect that uh, he will get a large turnout of support up there, especially from the people who have lost businesses and uh, and been terrified uh, by the uh, anarchy in the streets up there. 529 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Annie's ready uh, to update the news. And I'm right back on the other side. The
2: Monday, Monday edition here on WORD.
4: Never really been one of my targets or goals in life, fame. But uh, some of it comes as a a byproduct, I guess. 537, 23 before 6 here on the Bobby Mac Show. It's funny. Uh, I was uh, out of the golf course on uh, Saturday at, uh, no, uh, Sunday, yesterday afternoon at uh, Pebble Creek. And uh, one of the, a couple of the guys that I was playing with had gone into the clubhouse at the turn. To uh, get something to drink uh, because you got to stay hydrated and uh, there were uh, there was another group that was in front of us and their carts were parked nearby and uh, one of the guys uh, said uh, something to me and and I replied back to him and when I did uh, happens um, with a fair amount of frequency he said Bobby Mac (laughs) and I said yeah and uh, it was uh, Sam And uh, his son, uh, Dustin, they were out there playing as well. Nice to uh, see them yesterday. Okay, here we go. Um, Sean might be interested in this. A counter protester who pulled a gun during an altercation at a Black Lives Matter protest in Tallahassee, Florida, Saturday evening, quote, was lawfully defending himself and will not face criminal charges, according to the police department. The Tallahassee PD made the announcement yesterday after reviewing a video from the incident from several sources and other evidence with the state attorney's office. About 150 BLM protesters gathered in front of the Florida Historic Capitol Saturday blocking traffic, uh, the Tallahassee Democrat uh, newspaper reported. <laughs> you don't think they they don't have an agenda, do they, the Tallahassee Democrat The protest was organized with no advance notice to or coordination with the Tallahassee PD to ensure safety, the police department said. During the protest, a white male entered the crowd and began documenting the protest. I assume that means recording it on his uh, cell phone. That individual was pushed from behind by a white protester, which led to a physical altercation. Between the individual and several other white males Uh, during the altercation, the individual was knocked to the ground. He got back to his feet and brandished a gun. TPD officers quickly engaged, took the individual into custody and peacefully dispersed the crowd. There were no reported injuries. Uh, So they arrested him. Did they arrest the people that were attacking him? The evidence confirmed the physical altercation between numerous protesters and that the individual had been knocked to the ground and was under attack before lawfully defending himself. The department said, adding that they confirmed the individual with a gun was lawfully carrying a concealed weapon as a license holder. Officers at the scene intervened before the altercation escalated. No assault charges have been applied to any of the individuals involved in the fight or the individual with a gun. Well why not? It's unclear what prompted the brawl but protesters at the scene told the paper the individual who later brandished a gun was a counter protester and and had been arguing with protesters and taking pictures of their license plates. One viral cell phone video of the incident showed a crowd of protesters surrounding the man. A fist fight then breaks out and a woman holding the camera in the, in the scuffle screams, he's got a gun, as others run. The video then shows the individual pointing his gun at a protester who drops to his knees with his hands up. I would say that's an appropriate response. Police officers with their own guns drawn charge at the armed man and tell him to drop his gun before handcuffing him on the ground. But none of the BLM protesters were arrested? Why is that? I mean, this guy's just walking around lawfully. Yeah. 541, 19 before 6. That seems to be an appropriate lead-in for today's edition of Hit It, Singers.
3: In the news.
4: And uh, as we typically do for Boneheads, I'm joined by the Bubbettes, Miss Moneypenny, uh, safely ensconced in her hazmat suit in our studios. Hello. And... Little Annie, in her covert news location. Uh, Is Annie there? Let me check. You there, Annie? I guess not. All right, we proceed. Uh, Last week, a woman named LaMia Singfield from Akron, Ohio, bought a pack of smoked turkey tails from the grocery store. You ever had uh, smoked turkey tails, Money Penny? I'm allergic to turkey. Yeah, so that answers that question. I I don't think they sound that great, but in any event, as she was cooking them, she noticed one of them, in her estimation, didn't look right. As she put it, one of them quote looked a lot more like a man's junk than a turkey tail. The more she thought about it and studied the meat, the more she got concerned it really was human. So she did what most of us would do. Yeah, right. She called the cops, who actually took it seriously. They took the mystery meat to the medical examiner's office for testing. And on Wednesday, the lab determined the meat was pork. Here she is
1: somebody's body part is in my beans. Hey, y'all, this is serious. Like, the medical examiners and everybody's on their way to my house. So Uh I called the police, and they came out, and this is the first they ever had in Akron, Ohio. They don't know what to do. They about to send the medical examiners and the coroner out to my house because it is for real, and I'm not joking. It is somebody's private parts.
4: Uh Uh-huh. Well, of course, as it turned out, it wasn't. Somehow a pork tail with a bone inside it had wound up in her package of turkey tails, and it was just a coincidence that it looked like, well, you know, junk. I guess, of course, unless you ask Dr. Sigmund Freud, who would say this lady just saw what she wanted to see. Meantime, a cop near Cincinnati was driving to work in a marked patrol car last week when he noticed hey, somebody's following me. It was a student driver car with the name Be Safe Driver Education on it. The driver made several moving violations while it was tailing him. After 11 miles, the cop finally said enough is enough, pulled over into a random parking lot, and the person uh, driving the driver ed car even followed him in there. So he performed a traffic stop, and it turned out the student driver car was stolen. <laughs> woman named Christina King was behind the wheel. When he asked her why she followed him, she said she just wanted to see where he was going. Okay. Wow. Uh, Christina was arrested. It's not clear what charges she is going to be facing. The uh, Bob Etz and I have had uh, quite a few discussions about hairstyles recently, uh, because uh, mine uh, has now changed fairly dramatically. My hair is uh, substantially longer than it was pre-COVID. Bobby, your hair is longer than mine. <laughs> That's not saying much, though, Money <laughs> Penny.
1: I don't know. I haven't
4: had a haircut in a while. Yeah, me either. Obviously. Oh, we can tell that. A uh, guy in Minnesota broke the world record for tallest Mohawk. Awesome. I didn't, I didn't even realize they had a record for tallest Mohawk. Uh, it is 42 and a half inches. That is about three and a half feet. What? He has been, <laughs> he's been trying to break the record since 2007. The good news is uh, his wife likes it.
3: Oh, I feel like a champion. To hold the Guinness World Record title for the tallest full mohawk. It takes about an hour if I have my hairdresser there and uh, a crew of people to help me.
1: I love his hair long. I love his hair up in a full Mohican mohawk. Very sexy.
4: Wait a second. He's got to have a hairdresser and a staff there?
1: Maybe his Uh, arms aren't
4: long enough. More (laughs) trying. Probably. Unless he's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But, um, shh. Uh, more more trouble than it's worth. (laughs) And finally, with everybody quarantined, a lot of boredom, a lot of people looking for things to do, and a lot of people posting goofy stuff on the web. You may have seen a bunch, like this guy, who thought it would be a good idea to put an earbud mic inside his open mouth and then record himself playing drums on his skull. What would that sound like? Here you go. <laughs> Hear me out.
1: <laughs> That's great.
4: Not very melodic, but...
1: That's awesome.
4: It's uh, creative to say, hey, look, <laughs> you got to find some way to amuse yourself when you're locked into the house. Uh, there we go. There is uh, today's Boneheads. Thank you, uh, ladies. 547, 13 before 6 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Be right back.
5: Welcome back, 5.52 now, it's 8 before 6.
4: President Trump, uh, in response, in part, to uh, uh, Joe Biden's uh, emerging from his subterranean lair today uh, to do a uh, an appearance in the Pittsburgh. Uh, President Trump doing his news conference from the White House. Let's uh, listen in. Here's President Trump.
5: Months, Joe Biden has given moral aid and comfort to the vandals, repeating the monstrous lie that these were peaceful protests. They're not peaceful protests. That's anarchy, that's, uh, you look at the agitators, you look at the looters, you look at the rioters, that's not a peaceful protest. Uh, They keep using the term, it's so nice, peaceful protest, and behind the reporter, the cities are burning. Uh, We could solve it very quickly if they ask us to come in, like we did in Minneapolis, and like we just did in Wisconsin, where I'll be going tomorrow. And at least the governor asked me if I could, we would, uh, I said, you got to get, the National Guard. And he finally agreed to even a small number. But they were able to take care of things, and that was about five days ago, six days ago. And uh, ever since, it's been very good. Thirteen members of Biden's campaign staff donated to bail and rioters. they getting them out of jail. Looters, they got them out of jail. And his running mate, Kamala, urged their supporters to do the same thing. It's outrageous that they're now seeking to shift the blame for the mayhem. And they really want to put it on the f- on the backs of the police. I see it. The police are — there. there's just a, a war on law enforcement in this country, and without law enforcement, we wouldn't have a country. We have very talented people. They're not allowed to do their job. If you give the radical-left power, what you're seeing in the Democrat-run cities will be brought to every city in this country. If they have that power, every city in this country could be potentially another Portland or another Chicago where they've had such problems. To defeat them, we must jail lawbreakers, and we must defeat their hateful ideology about this country, about America. We must teach our children that America is an exceptional, free, and just nation worth defending, preserving, and protecting. And that's what we want to do. They want to destroy our country. They're going to destroy our suburbs. But I think I've gone a long way from allowing that to happen. Uh, The suburbs are protected, especially with the rule changes that I made. I took them out of the Obama administration. They were going to be made much worse. What we're witnessing today is a result of left-wing indoctrination in our nation's schools and universities. Many young Americans have been fed lies about America being a wicked nation plagued by racism. Indeed, Joe Biden and his party spent their entire convention spreading this hateful and destructive message while refusing to say one word about the violence. They didn't didn't even discuss law enforcement, the police. Those words weren't mentioned. Two words that were taken out were the words, under God, under God two very important words in the Pledge of Allegiance in their caucus. I guess they did it twice. They took it out of their Pledge of Allegiance. I heard it the one time, and I said, that's strange. What's uh, that's a big change? I figured they maybe made a mistake. Something happened. No, they didn't make a mistake. Then they did it later on. So they took the word, essentially, they took the word God out of the Pledge of Allegiance. We're not taking the word God out of anything. We're not taking it out of our Pledge of Allegiance, and we're not taking the great word, God, out of anything. At our convention, we highlighted law enforcement heroes and repeatedly emphasized that violence has no place in American political discourse. The left's war on police, faith, history, and American values is tearing our country apart, which is what they want. They think it's good, but it's gotten out of control. They're unable to control this radical left Crazy movement, but we can control it very quickly, very, very quickly President Trump
4: speaking uh, from the White House this afternoon, I'm sure he's going to be answering uh, have you stopped beating your wife questions from the propagandists in the media. We'll see if we can uh, bring you a little more of that on the other side. Meantime, Annie is ready with the news at the top of the hour, and then I'll be back ready to go with a bonus hour here on Monday on W O R T.